Dina. Hi. Hi. Hello, 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 Gary, Mark and Howard. Thanks so much for coming on. Welcome. Nice to be here. Well, you know, 13-year-old me would die (laughs) if all those years ago I thought in 30 years' time I'd be interviewing Take That because, well, I interviewed Jason and Gary about 10 years ago but and Mark actually separately, but never yourself, Howard. So hello, Howard. You got the exclusive. (laughs) I think you walked by, you were like, no, I'm not talking to her. But um, it's so good. I, I think we knew when there was little Take That signs around the city, we knew there was something up that Take That were back. Yeah, that yes, just uh, the bat signs. <laughs> <laughs> the ones I remember being engraved on the school desks back in the 90s. Oh my God, we destroyed them all. <laughs> it was very exciting for us to uh, to know that that, because they did that all over. Yeah, but no one told me. So all of a sudden my Twitter started lighting up with all these people who were taking pictures of these take that signs at stadiums and football grounds. I was like, what the hell is this? It's come out too soon. <laughs> When I go back all those years ago, I can tell you that like my my bedroom wall was every inch a take that poster, even the ceiling. And my mother used to say to me, you know, if I didn't do the dishes or whatever, the punishment will be, I'm going to take your take that cassette away. Oh, wow. Going back to, we're going back to cassette time. But um, can I just ask you are, you, are you aware of the stress that you cause when you put on tickets for sale for tour dates? Because I almost didn't do a radio show a couple of weeks ago. I was on Ticketmaster Co and I need to get these tickets. Well, we would have well, always looked after you. Thank you, Trina. But if you hadn't have got them, we could have sorted. We would have looked after you anyway. So don't. Yeah. It's it's because it's a really stressful time for us concert goers. I can tell you that much. We are, I have children now, Trina, and I am totally aware of how stressful it is when they t- say to me, "Dad, can you get us tickets for, for example, you know, Billie Eilish or Taylor Swift when they're coming in through town?" Because I, 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 I don't like to ask. Like, so I go on the t- I go on to those sites to try and book these tickets and do it, and it is super stressful because mm. my they they ask me like every two seconds. Have we got them yet? <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I do get super stressed trying to get uh, get all the tickets for them. So I completely understand that it is those early hours, uh, those first hours and getting the right seats. Because they tell me exactly where they want to sit. They want to be this close over here. I'm like, you know, it, it's a job. Yeah, well, for me, now, it was a case of getting a ticket full stop, didn't no matter where. And then once I got them for the three arena, you went and you announced another another load of gigs in Malahide Castle. You're going really, really on tour. Yes, how exciting is that? Because we're going outside. So that's going to be really, uh, really great for us as well. I mean, we love the three arena. We've had the great pleasure. Some of our best memories have been uh, shows that we played there. The crowd are always great sound. The and city- back when it was the point, but originally. Point, exactly, yeah. yeah. This show, is it going to be all music from the new album or can we expect kind of a bit of everything? It's going to be, you know, it's going to be a bit of everything. I think we're in um, we're in the lucky position that over the past 30 odd years, we've uh, created a lot of hits. So I think if we were to go away and just do more, you know, based base our concert on the latest album or the last few albums, I think uh, there'd be a, quite a few disappointed people leaving. Mm. The, leaving. <laughs> yeah, they, need to hear, they need to hear the hits as well, So, um, which is a really great position to be in, and that, but it's a really difficult thing to actually choose what you've got to put in and what you've got to take out. That's really hard. Well, I've been having a listen to the new album right across the weekend. I, was, I sent a lovely copy of it. 
and uh, some really great stuff on there. I, I picked one out in particular, right? And I'm just going to throw a guess at you that this one was recorded in Nashville. Uh, Mindful of Madness. Was that Nashville? It was, do you know what? Not far away. We actually, we did some recording in Nashville, but we also recorded it. The producer we used, it lived in Savannah in Georgia. Ah. Put it down there on a little island called the Isle of Hope. It was so pretty there. Like yeah. nothing I've ever seen. But it does have that southern sound to it, doesn't it? I was thinking it was like Dolly Parton was going to just jump into nine to five, you know, almost at the start. You kind of hear that. Well, he that's funny because the, the producer we're talking about, he actually's produced for Dolly Parton as well. So, yeah, yeah. 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 The lads will be coming out with the boobs. <laughs> on stage (laughs) (laughs) I know Howard you said that you would like this album to be something that people who weren't into take that and I don't really know who wasn't into take that but people who weren't into take that they would get this album and enjoy it yeah well yeah I mean that's I I think for anybody when we're I think when we're making an album, we don't necessarily set out to, you know, we, we first and foremost, we've got to love the album ourselves from the songs that we've written. And we just want anybody to, you know, we want anybody to take on board and listen to the music and, and really like it. Whether you gain an extra fan or not, we don't know, but it's, we want everybody to listen to it. So it's not necessarily aimed at any kind of age group. It's for anybody that loves real music, I think. You must it's feel that at this point in your career, you can sit back and just, like, everything will sell, won't it? Yeah, I, you can't be like that. No. I, 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 no, no, I think that that is the kiss of death, that is. I, I, think, I think the point is, for us, is that we care so much about the people who are listening to it that, that we, even for us, it's like, you know... I, you could never repeat what you've done in the past. That's just, a, a re- a, it's so easy to just go, let's make another back for good. Let's make another rule the world. But we've done that. You know, it, we, it, it has to come from the fact that we're doing something fresh and brand new always, I think, because that's moving forward. Um, yeah. And it's also very, it's very hard to prescribe music for an audience. I think you you just have to make it because, you know, our audience have had 30 years of enjoying music that's come from our hearts. Why change that? Why try and design it for them, for their tastes? Because their yeah. tastes change like ours does. Um, so we just try and do what feels natural and feels like something we're enjoying and and and, and coming from the soul. And, and hopefully then people will connect with it. It has to be said, actually, when you do your live shows, I mean, I think, was it the, was it the ultimate tour that you did? in the noughties the mid noughties and that was the big comeback at the time I don't think I've ever heard an audience as loud in my life as I did uh, in the RDS for that particular show and this is what you get at the take that shows I mean nobody's going to to stand you know they're going to that concert to stand there on their phone or texting or talking to their pal they get so involved don't they the audiences oh yeah I mean not only do we give the energy out we feed off we feed off the um, audience's energy. And um, as much as it was absolutely crazy in the 90s and almost, you know, sometimes unbearable where you can only just about hear yourself singing, um, this time round, obviously, it's 10 years later after, you know, from 96 to 2006. um, I mean, they're just as loud in a different way, but they're obviously more grown up. You know, they've grown up. All the albums now. Wrinkles now. If that was to disappear, I think a lot of the energy from the shows would disappear as well if we didn't have that crowd's energy. So obviously the crowd is 
as important as the show that we do. The nostalgia is amazing though, isn't it? I think, I mean, people are brought back to their, their teenage years, which were probably like, you know, I mean, that's the, that's the time when you're listening to music really and getting into music and uh, whether you were kind of like a massive fan of the band with the posters and all the rest. Um, I, I have a question for Gary and I hope he's not going to burst my bubble, right? Because I think when I was about 13 or 14, um, take that fans used to somehow, even in Ireland, they would manage to get a home address or so what we thought was a home address for take that. And you'd, you'd send a stamped addressed envelope to one of these addresses looking for an autograph. And I did so. I sent one to Gary Barlow. The address was somewhere in Cheshire, I think. And a few weeks later, I got a autograph back in that stamped addressed envelope. Was that you, Gary, or was that that someone in a, ha- a random house just being kind? You so clearly. It was a pleasure. It was a pleasure you. for me to sign that autograph and send it back to you, delivered. No it problem. You, was it? it wasn't you. Not me. No. <laughs> Yeah, in my opinion, you know, might, if you send opinion. it to an home address, his home address, where he was living in Cheshire, don't you think it would be unusual for someone who, who who isn't me to sign it and send it? No, I suppose it'd be quite a good laugh, really. No, but if it? you were somebody, if you were some kind-hearted man who lived in a different address in Cheshire and a, and a kid had sent you a letter begging for an autograph with their little cute stamped addressed envelope, your heart would break hey. not to send it back, so... Mm-hmm. Just say yes, Gary, just say yes. (laughs) Okay, guys, I'm going to leave it at that. The podcast is amazing. I was listening to it over the weekend as well, bringing us back. You are a real fan, you are. Oh, I'm telling you. Last time we met, in fact, Gary, I was correcting you on your take that knowledge. So (laughs) (laughs) That sounds about right. So if you need any any help with the podcast, any, you know, fact checking or anything, I'm your woman. Look, thanks a million, guys. Uh, Great new album. And we'll see you when you come to Ireland. We will do. Thank you. See you.